Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and this guy. Me. Hopefully this is the last day you see me with this fucking beard guy. <laughs> Jason Smith. It's also hat day, apparently. It is. Welcome yeah. to hat day. No, you guys can't see it on, uh, on the show, but I am wearing a hat on my avatar, uh, but I'm also wearing a hat in real life. And I, am not I tried to change my avatar last night, Cliff Dorfman, to match my beard, but the hat that it made me wear just didn't feel, it made me feel like a douche. It made it's you feel cool. too. Yeah, it wasn't cool hat wearing. Not that I wear a good hat, but the way that it made me wear it, I just didn't like. No, my point is that it's not cool that you can't change your beard and not have your hat be the same. You want the hat? Well, it's it's weird because it's not all hats. It's not all hats, and I could wear a bow in my hair, which I was really thinking, but I thought somebody'd get really mad at me. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, Alex Roy, you are a hundred percent right. Hey, we're Alex. gonna get into this today. We're not there yet, but Alex Roy, well, what are we, Jace? Oh, yeah, we're the show that's about to talk about Wonder Woman because we watched it, and so you don't have to. <laughs> and we talk all about the streaming wars, what to stream, what not to stream, and where to not stream it. <laughs> Cliff, what are you not watching today? <laughs> Wonder Woman, 84, <laughs> just rubbish. Though what I have started watching, which where the hell has this show been, and why did I not figure this out much sooner, is Britannia. Because it's Nate here, I'll tell you one reason why you never watched tell it me. before. Because it's called fucking Britannia. It sounds like you're about to re you're about to watch the encyclopedia. You're absolutely right. And it also sounds like I'm about to go into like a kid. The encyclopedia part is right. I feel like a library's involved. There's a bunch of kids and they're reading right. books and traveling to magical places on a PG thing. And then Yeah, like on a on a magic cartoon like snail that they jump on. Britannia. Yeah, that's what it, that, honestly, that's what it felt like. Now, Dan Eisen, you're saying no to something, and we'll find out what. But what I realized is that I started investigating it because I was so desperate for content, is that it's Tom and Jez Butterworth. I mean, the Butterworths are my favorite, two of my favorite writers. They're up there with Zalian for me. They are two of the best writers in the business for a very long time. Well, they're time. great, and they've written all the great American spy spy shows, you know, like uh, movies, you know, they, they were part of the born, the born stuff. Right. Yeah. English fuckers all taking all that stuff. <laughs> now is Butterworth a family name? Like, is there, it you know, we all know about Mrs. Butterworth who's been, but <laughs> is there a Butterworth family that we don't know about? Like, cause these guys are great, but I've never heard of the Butterworths before the, the writing Butterworth. Do you think they changed their name to Butterworth or that's family? No, you don't change your name to Butterworth. <laughs> Do you don't? Cause no, you I change think Jason Butterworth has a ring to it. Yeah, Jason Listen, Q. Butterworth. It does. Okay, Dan, you meant no, WW84. We all agree, okay? And they're like, oh, I, I see people are doing articles on this. Like, what? you know what? I'm stopping. I'm not digressing right now. The Butterworths do this thing. And then I find out it's about the Druids, and it's all, like, mm -hmm. supernatural. It's our, like, NC-17. It's got all mm -hmm. the violence, all this. It's got flaying, and the Druids, it's got the rune tattoos on the face. This is the most authentic show. It's like, it's like a Game of Thrones, but it is... It's just, it's not as, it's not going to be Game of Thrones because it's too packed because the Butterworths are so good. And it's like real druid said, rituals. It's just dripping with gooey, gooey Butterworth riding. Like, would you say that it's sticky with you know, the I didn't Butterworths even see that coming. I walked right into that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I set you right up, huh? 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. So it ends up R-rated about two warring tribes and the Druids who act as religious, spiritual intermediaries between the kings and the Romans come to invade. And it's just chaos and spirits and the underworld and killing and a, a young girl with no name and a blind dad. It's fantastic. And I got two seasons. I'm already almost done with the first one. Is there two seasons? Because on my, um, yeah. I was looking. I watched it on Amazon Prime, so I only saw the first season there. But I guess Epic has two. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. I go deep for the content. That's right. We go deep, deep into the sticky goodness. We go all the way into the more <laughs> the more swamps of sticky mapley sweetness oh. to get you the content <laughs> that you to knock the content out of the trees, the druid trees, for you that's people. Amazing. But you liked it. You watched the pilot. You liked it? I did like it. I really did. I, I'm making fun of the Butterworth name, not the Butterworth writing. I, I, I... They're so good. They're so good. They're like, so they good. made Black Mass watchable. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, they did. They made you know, a lot of stuff watchable. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, who thought that Tom Cruise was going to make another good movie? no way. Life? I mean, th- that movie was so good that they had to rename it just to get people to see it. Um, was <laughs> hilarious to me. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Butterworth, Mr. and Mr. Butterworth. Yeah, by the way, and you'd think they're like, I realize they're brothers, they're like the Butterworths. You know, yeah. they're brothers, they they stick, but they write separately and they write together. And there was another creator on this show with Jez and Tom Butterworth. And of course, that guy's name I don't remember, and he's probably like, fuck you. Yeah. But not remembering my name. Margarine. Yeah, the Butterworths. He, he hates to end up in the margarines. Simply cannot believe history. it's is his last name. I can't believe. I can't yeah, believe he ends it's up not. in the margins of history. Um, All right, let's get into why we're here, which is not oh yeah. the Butterworths. So I, I named this uh, this particular one. I got to have a little fun with this one. www 84 which stands for What Went Wrong with Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> you can alliterate because that took more thinking than I think a lot of the plot for this movie took. By the way, a men to that i i really do i mean that with all my soul this is a we started this on wednesday and this is a catastrophe built on a disaster and i saw an article on you know whatever it was twitter or something why such a strong response Strong negative response to WW84. Like, they're writing articles. It's like, how about it just has a shit script, terrible performances, horrible direction, and holes all throughout. I do want to say one thing before we continue ripping this a, another asshole. Is, is this. There's one good thing about Wonder Woman. This is not a joke. And it was, it was pointed out to me through a, our, a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to say her name, but she's very, very smart. You know, we'll talk after. And... Mm-hmm. She said the only good thing about this, or what she said is really excellent about this as far as representation goes, and I would never have seen this being the dude that I am, is that it, it's, it's one of the first superhero women that acts and fights like a woman. They're not acting and fighting like a man. Okay. And I think that's something that, okay, so do that and now do it well. Right. Right, but but I have to point it out because it is important that at least there's someone out there that a woman can look at and go, "All right, I feel represented." Okay, no, Nikki, like we're not gonna. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> one of our our favorite listeners and uh, our uh, oh. 
and our favorite people out there, Nancy, he's just wrote, Oh God, please tell me I won't have to sit through this. Convince my husband it's awful and not worth it. He's listening. Oh, Listen, tell him to here's what I got to say. And here's before we get into this. And I told Steve Andrew this the other day, and I'm going to say it again for all of you, please. If you do plan on watching wonder woman, 1984, Watch it in the 2020s where it belongs. Do not let this go into the new year where we're trying to create a fresh start. Let this be something that le you leave there and you never look back to except to tell the tales to your, your kids or your children's children about the horrors of 2020. And you can cap it off with Wonder Woman 1984. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. For sure. All right. So let's, let's rip. Let's go in on this. I mean, we All started right, on Monday on. and we, we got, <laughs> it took us like half the show. We got as far as like the, over the, the mall scene. We got through the mall scene. So we really want to get into this with everybody. And I will say this to everybody. We, we, we basically, we broke apart the mall scene. There's no point to that part of it, but we want to just dig into this. And, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let Cliff, Cliff has, do you have your book? Oh yeah. I have my, uh, my show the audience. Here. Oh yeah. There we go. Oh Yeah. Just yeah, he's just going. right now he's scanning through his screen. <laughs> he basically going. has he basically going. has what like it's the length of like what a dude who just lost a girl that he's always loved, um, like and is trying to write her a letter back and then read it into the voicemail. He's written about that long of a of a love letter right here. This is the this is a breakup letter of all time. Like, please don't take please take me back, but it's the opposite one. It's the one like these are all your problems and I'm done. <laughs> okay, so but all right, so we got through that. <laughs> It's so bad. We got through that um, through that nonsense at the mall, which, by the way, as we said, we have now watched about twenty minutes of a movie. I mean, we're well past right. inciting incident point. Right. We've we've watched ten minutes of a scene that didn't make any sense. That doesn't tie back to anything. That's just her as a child running an right. like a special Amazon obstacle course. And then we're in the second scene where we're establishing that she exists in this world, but she's somehow keeping it a secret by breaking uh, cameras. Yeah, oh, and by the way, right, but all the extras who are there and cast, and, and mind you, okay, again, I'm just going to say this, you've, in this DCEU, right, Superman has not arrived yet, correct? Nope, Superman is still, well, he, he's a little boy, he lives in Smallville right now, he ain't right. doing nothing but, like, living, and he might, not, he might barely be born, because this is 1984, I don't know what age he's supposed to be by uh, the time that Man of Steel comes out, but I'm guessing 30s, mid-30s, so he still might be he might be a baby. He might've just landed right. somewhere there. So, so really what we're saying is before Wonder Woman decides to r lasso her way into this mall where they're doing this horrible stick up job in a, in a back room where they keep artifacts of a, of a jewelry store in a mall. <laughs> We've already dissected this, so we're not going to do it again. How come none of the extras it would be like if you and I were sitting at Arclight, you know, in the before times and a gray alien walked into the middle of the thing and was like, hi, I'm a gray alien. I come from KB 23 and now I'm here to da da da. And everyone was like, get out of the way of the screen, little gray dude. Like everyone's <laughs> seen it before. No big deal. I mean, this is the equivalent right. of a gray alien in a spaceship popping down and everyone just is like, huh? Yeah, check out the chick swinging from the ceiling. Yeah, with a cartoon lasso that she stole straight out of Toontown. That's the two hundred million dollars for that effect. <laughs> I mean, right. What right. the? And it okay. just goes wherever it wants. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So we and we talked about now that 
we, we said, first of all, like Jason said, there's nothing that comes back in the opening scene. Like, the only thing, and the only reason we should have been watching that scene is because later, Robin Wright's voice, at least, if not a flashback, should be saying, you know, this is why you don't cheat. But really, all we learned is that Wonder Woman's a cheater. Right. Right. All we learned is that um, in this magic, we have to believe that there's magic because white people can give birth to Israelis. Um, yes. And, and also, you know, a little white baby can turn into a, a big Israeli woman. You yeah, know, that happens all the time. Like any blonde white girl can just turn into it. <laughs> I said it before. I'll say it again for that much money. Care. Okay. Yeah. And, and then um, we had. Oh, okay. So go. Um, Macy Pitt, the reason it was called 1984 is because that's the last time a movie like this would have, uh, would have played well in a theater. Um, I thought it was because George Orwell warned us about this was going to happen. <laughs> that's what I thought. All right. So, and we did say, and I'll say it again, just for everyone who's listening today, wasn't here. The opening scene, not the opening scene, we've already ripped that apart. No reason for it. The acting's terrible. The competition has no meaning or or callback later. Now we're in the mall, and instead of meeting our bad guy, we're meeting three other dudes that have no purpose to the rest of the movie. They're ancillary characters that go away. Were you going to say something, Chad? Yep. They, no, no, no they just all disappear. Like Just like you said, they're completely ancillary. You don't see them do right. anything. They, anything and they're also the weirdest characters in the world like we talked about it for one second they're robbing then the next second they're like trying to convince their friend not to drop a baby off and then the next part they're shooting guns in a mall like if you don't care about people enough not to shoot a gun in a mall then you don't care about dropping kids off the side of it either i'm just saying yeah and also what was his plan he's like i'll drop her or I'll, and he's and they're like no 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 don't and he's like no i'm gonna do it anyway just because and he's like no i thought you're using her as a hostage you're using her as a shield or a hostage and and the other people are like what are you doing and 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 a much better use of time would be cut the opening scene and then meet the mandalorian first right and meet right. him in a in a room because the only reason we have that scene is so that we can hear an exposition later that the fbi wants Kristen wig the gemologist to uh you know uh, uh, what is it uh investigate the the wishing stone that was uh, stolen right. the whole purpose of this well, not even that like that's not even the most valuable thing in the thing right like that's just a side piece in this thing but there's gems and ancient things and for anybody wondering and we may refer to him as the mandalorian for the rest of this um, that's um that's pedro pascal um a very very good actor um in certain things and then also in wonder woman um he does stuff <laughs> he's uh, in there He's right in there. But I would have said it would be a better... So all we're getting from that is that we know a heist went bad, and we know they wanted some artifact, but really, the first time we're meeting Kristen Wiig and seeing Wonder Woman, other than her coming in in the mall and no one reacting to a superhero, is mm. you know is that there was a thing that was stolen, and that thing is going to be the story. But this is 20-something minutes, or 20 minutes in now. Right. I say, open the movie with, you know, Diego Luna 2, and you, Mandalorian, right? And you, what you do is you show him in like an Al Capone thing, like Untouchables, where you got De Niro sitting around a table with these three guys who, did, who fucked up the heist. And right. you're like, you didn't get me the wishing stone. I hired you guys for one thing. Like, if you use exposition, use it funny or well or entertaining at least. And then have him bat yeah. one of the guys over the head or something like De Niro did in The Untouchables. And you're like, oh, that's our bad guy. And then boom, you cut to Kristen Wiig coming in with Wonder Woman. And now we're only right. three minutes into the movie, man. Maybe have a fighting chance. But no. No. So now, why don't we go through it like you were doing, Jay? So, uh, All right, let's go through, let's go through it. Do we, we do want to stop and ask a couple questions. I think I can make this work. We just I just have to be really quiet. Well, I think I can, too, because I can take my headphone 
See? Okay. And let okay. like a piece of it on the uh, you play a message. All right, let's do this. Let's do Go. this. We're gonna play messages, guys. Oh no, don't do that. Take your put your headphone on. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. Put your headphone on. <laughs> Keith Andrew. My Keith favorite Andrew, stereo okay, person other than you and Mrs. Smitty. Uh, you pushed a button on your thing, by the way, I think. I did? Or no, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. For once, it is not me. Stuck in homies. Not me. What a one about. Talk to me. <laughs> I don't know what that one was. I don't know. Uh, excuse me. English fuckers. Um, that's a load of old fan wank. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All righty. Keith. Hey, y'all. I personally love the movie. I don't know why people keep talking about it so bad, but I liked it. It was a shit. I enjoyed it. All right. Well. I would ask you what other movies you liked, and then I would ask you uh, to uh, recommend everything that I should avoid. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yes. I want to get this out straight and be very honest about this. We're not judging. Everybody you. likes other, like everybody has opinions. Even even Cliff and I disagree about a, a couple things. Um, he's a big Luke Wilson fan. I have a tendency to avoid Luke Wilson's work. <laughs> Why are you um, doing that to me? <laughs> that's Wilson. a joke. Yeah, big joke. Now, Owen Wilson, I'm all Owen Wilson all day. Like, uh, wins news. No, we, we also have those opinions. So I don't want to get into it being, making anybody feel like our opinions are the one and only. We are right about this, but I, yes. uh, I do want to backing it up. <laughs> and by the way, you don't have to back up the fact that you enjoyed it. We respect that. Yep. Did you know, did you know that um, there actually were two Wonder Women? Wonder Woman had a twin sister. Um, who was actually Wonder Woman before Diana Prince? They even fought, and Diana lost. I'd like interesting. To see I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that, that. That's already more interesting to me than anything we watched. Yeah. No. Yeah. And 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 what you were just saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to block you on that last one. Oh no, I was just saying about um uh you know liking stuff or whatever. I mean. Just a quick aside, I, I, I matched with someone on one of these dating apps, and I used mm -hmm. a, a thing from Fight Club. And she's like, oh, I'm not really a Fight Club person. I'm like, oh, well, then this isn't going to work out. <laughs> it's that simple. So enjoy the movies you enjoy. It's just that we're not going to be hanging out. Because I can't, yeah. you know, and I respect you. I just can't listen to, no, I'll listen to it. I just can't agree. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's move forward. Let's let's okay. We got a couple more. I'm sorry, I you saw something like Luke Wilson in it, Nancy. Nancy saw skeleton twins and immediately thought of you. That's what the thing is. You know, when you have that much of a feeling towards something, now every time Luke Wilson is gonna is like you. When people think Luke Wilson, they're gonna think Cliff Dorfman. And you know How who Anna Kendrick is? <laughs> the female Luke Wilson. <laughs> George Orwell warned us this would happen. <laughs> you like that, That's brilliant. I'm using it. I'm using it. Stolen, stolen, stolen. <laughs> I swear to God, his voice sounds like James Corden. I fucking love Keith. I do too. I really do. Um, I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> Dylan, the movie. But does the lasso the uh, still retain its powers that it 
did originally, it was known as the lasso of truth. And so, you know, it was like a lie detector weapon. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get into that a little bit. Let's get into a little bit about that. All right. So the let's, power you, want of the lasso. you want let's to move forward? There. Oh, you want to start yeah. there? Okay. Let's just start there. Just like, cause this is, a, there are a lot of powers here. Uh, the lasso, the only thing that has to do with the truth, uh, you know, they, they talk about it a lot. They expose about it a lot. I'm just saying that now because it sounds mm-hmm. cool, exposing. People expose a lot yeah, about I was, this. I got, after I shave my beard, I'm going to have to expose because I'm sure I'm going to have to. You're really shaving your beard? There. I'm going to trim it down. It's it's ridiculous. I'm t- it's time to go time back. Lapse? Will, you do, will you film it on time lapse? Oh, absolutely, I will. Yeah, absolutely, okay. I will. Because that's more interesting than Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Watching Jason have his beard shaved with Stephanie on time lapse, I do yeah. two and a half hours of standing on my head other than this. Right. Lasso of truth. Right. First of all, it, it, go. No, it no, does. Go. It is supposed to, and it has in all the other movies, and I think there was a scene in here. It does compel people to tell the truth. That's one thing. But barely in this movie. They did that but barely. once. Yeah, and it didn't work with other people. Um, but, okay, yeah, it didn't work sometimes. And then the second power it has is the power to hit anything at once whenever it wants. Yeah. It can fly backwards and forwards. It can it can knock uh, bullets out of the sky. It can flip people around. It can um, it can grab legs like the, the the best rodeo clown in the world. The best rodeo people in the world have never even imagined how a, a lasso could be used before this. That's the only thing I think that I got out of the beginning is they're lasso folk. Like there's entire la- <laughs> lasso competitions um, at their games where yes. they all practice lassoing together. The Amazonians um, games, but no, only one only one glow in the dark lasso. Everybody else has a regular lasso, um, and so that's one of the powers it's given. Um, yeah. It has oh, the it also power can to flip on a jet. It can. Yes. We even got there. It has the power to let her swing from whatever. So she can basically latch and unlatch it at will to, to uh, swing around like Spider-Man. So it has mm-hmm. Spider-Man powers. And then on top of that, it we has the power. Have, and Spider-Man does very well. Just let yeah. it be. Yeah. We yeah. already have a Spider-Man. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it also has, it is also of an unknown length. She, it, at a certain point in the movie, she flies, she, she's flying up into the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's she's got to be three quarters of a mile away from a jumbo jet, but it's there. She managed to take her lasso and whip the airplane to get a boost of speed so she can fly, which she's not really flying. She's just kind of gliding, but she has the power to whip um, from miles away. So her lasso has to grow a, an, 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 like an unbelievable amount. And then she back then, to the future to jet plane. Let's just yeah, make it, call it what it is. Yeah. And then... Somehow she also was able to use it to whip lightning and swing on lightning bolts. Yeah. And by the way, I was still more interested when Michael J. Fox and his hoverboard uh, latched back the manure yeah. truck was still yeah, more and, exciting. Yeah. And that's exactly what, when he's saying back to the future that basically he, they hitched a ride on a jumbo jet through that also, and this isn't one of the powers in here. She also has the power to make things invisible uh, using her powers Somehow she managed to just to, to think hard enough and she can turn something invisible. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nancy. Now that's funny. <laughs> that's right. That I would believe. Yeah, she. Yeah, but this is not with a rope. Not with this kind of rope. Let Let me tell you something. And, and now she flies. Apparently, which mm-hmm. I grew up with Wonder Woman. I, I know you. I know she set a precedent for you, Linda Gray. It, did she fly? Did I miss something? She She has flown in the past. This whole um, being able to like glide is actually part of her story in some of the Silver Age comics. Mm-hmm. And then in some of the cartoons and some of the more current 
iterations, she can fly. So flying is not out of the question for her. It's but it's been established in the continued continuity that mm-hmm. she doesn't fly. Right? She didn't fly in the yeah, first that's one. That's what I thought. She, she doesn't fly in Batman v Superman v Roe v Wade. She doesn't fly <laughs> in. Um, she doesn't fly in the Justice League. Dawn of Boring. <laughs> and and but now she does, but she could, she could have then and she just didn't. So there is this, and I understand because this is like after the fact and you're kind of bringing it back, but it, it's kind of established that she's kind of a ground-based person. She's got a, an invisible jet. Um, the flying. Oh, we'll get the, there. The, the flying oh. doesn't make a ton of sense in the kind of the thing, but also isn't something I was super mad at though. It didn't seem to like, it didn't seem to make sense. Like they didn't need to, this movie didn't require her flying to make the movie good. I like, and you know what, to be honest, and I, I and I don't care who knows it, I thought the imagery of her riding the lightning, so to speak, and whipping the lightning with her, her rope was fucking cool looking. I yeah, thought it I didn't mind it. cool. Jason, I got to tell you, I didn't mind it. At least I felt like they spent some money, and I was like, okay, like, that's yeah. something. Like, yeah, you know, it was you, you got one thing. Yeah, yeah, and if you're going to do it, whip the lightning and fucking ride on i fine with yeah. that, like. Okay, but it just, you didn't need it. She didn't fight a flying character. Her The character she was fighting against is, uh, one's uh, a genie. He's just basically, he's not even a genie. He's She's fighting the lamp. Yeah. And she's fighting, and yeah. she's fighting a cheetah person, right? And her name's Cheetah. Um, before it's Kristen Wiig. Cheetah. Yeah. Barbara. He's, she's cheetah. fighting a Barbara. First yeah. of all, no bad guys are named Barbara. I, I mean, and first of all, let me ask you this. Did Chris Pine and Kristen Wiig both having a, a like a lot of plastic surgery, or was I seeing things? I thought they looked good. I didn't see any of that stuff. You I didn't, didn't see not. any plastic surgery. No, but I was also looking at it sideways because I, I I stopped sitting up for it like midway through, and I just started laying down for the rest. By the of way, it. that's a better way to watch it. So, so, but why I why I brought that up is not to shame anyone who had plastic surgery. I'd get it in a second. Why I brought it up was because of this. Because Kristen Wiig. And if she didn't have any, she's always been gorgeous to me. But yeah. she even looked more gorgeous. That's why I'm saying this in this movie, which yeah. is absolutely the antithesis of who that who should have played that. Jenny Slate should have played that. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, like someone, and again, not that Kristen is not a good actor or is a good actor. She's fine. She's not uh-huh. good. She's fine. You know, she's great in comedic pieces. In a yeah. serious thing... You know what? In fairness, we really can't this, judge. In fairness, would you really call this a serious thing? Um, well, also, here's what I'll say. Continue, I think sir. that, that, that um, Kristen Wiig was channeling Christopher Reeves and trying to do like the Because when she first started, she had the big glasses. She had the frumpy clothes. She was still professional, but she was also a little awkward in her skin. And they were trying to, and because it was an 80s throwback, I really thought what they were trying to do was give it that kind of uh, Clark Kent kind of feel to it and mm-hmm. give her that like I'm bumbly and then all of a sudden like I can uh, jump on stuff and I I can wear heels that I've never been able to wear before and like uh, hop on chairs at will like I thought it was kind of a an homage if you will to uh, to the Clark Kent I mean listen that's a very smart observation I did not feel that though when you say that I, you know I could I would almost say it's probably right if I felt that anyone gave any thought to any moment in this movie <laughs> You know, but instead, I feel like they were just, I feel like someone tied a huge check around the boom mic, and they just had Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins and Chris Pine just following it around. Like, here's the check, here's the check, here's the check. Every time they move the boom mic, let me get that. And they're acting in the way. Because no one gave a crap. And Kristen Wiig, this is my point, she's too pretty. Even with her 
Clark Kent, which is a very you're you're very you're a very sweet guy, because I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if it's but it, it, she's still even with the Clark Kent uh, Clark Kent schmaltz, it is if that is the case, she's still too pretty to be that person. So right away you've done horrible in casting. Just you know, she's not someone who people are ignoring. No matter right. what, even if she's goofy or introverted, like, you know, if she was a programmer, you know, that we could equate it to a programmer who really, they're not around people too much. You know, right. she'd be the hottest programmer in the world. Scientists right. are not blowing her off. Let's just no. be clear. Right. She's the hottest she's a girl at, the museum. At, a, at a museum, right? Like, yeah, she's that's the, the hottest kind of girl the, there. Yeah. Right, well, no, Gal Gadot. Minus Gal Gadot. Is, <laughs> Gal Gadot. It, is it, it's Gadot, right? With a T, with a hard T. It's not Gadot. You know, I don't know. When she Somebody cares enough Some... to actually act, I'll care enough to understand how to pronounce her name. Gal Gadot. 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 <laughs> Nancy had something funny to say. She said it was ironic because she just watched the Skeleton Twins that uh, Kristen Wiig was playing Luke Wilson's wife in that movie. Uh, we'll get into that someday. We're going to do a whole stereotype called Luke. Wilson. Oh, Luke brother, where are you now? The Luke Wilson story. Yeah, and um, then we'll do the Anna Kendrick days. <laughs> right after. All right. So Kristen Wiig, right away, not buying this character at all that she's being ignored and shit upon and et cetera. So now go on, just. Oh no. So we, so we get in here. And so they, you know, this is one of those things. that's always really funny to me. Everybody's got to have an alter ego. DC is still playing along with the alter ego stuff a lot harder than Marvel is. So yeah. everybody works at a museum, right? Like that's the secret place to live. Like that's the secret place to be because you just mm -hmm. happen upon, you know, and, and I give this a, you know, this is a story thought. I hope like, Hey, Wonder Woman's going to fight ancient enemies, right? Greek mytho mythological things. So, of course, she has to work at a, a at a museum or be a a, pay, a, a, a historian of art because that, that's how you're going to find all your bad guys. Like Hades isn't coming to uh, you know, it's not a cyber criminal, right? right. It's not a there's not a lot of cyber well, crimes happening. That's actually a pretty cool idea. Zeus. Yeah, but you know? that's kind of a cool idea. If Zeus reincarnated as a cyber hacker, you know, yeah. like a black hat hacker, I'm kind of into that much more than Wonder Woman. Right. So we that's that's where they work. Movies that are better and than so they, they they come across this uh crystal, basically, this this orb or whatever you want to call it, the wishing stone. Yeah, the, the wishing stone. The it's wishing a wishing stone. stone. So 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 just to be clear, people, when you're you know, when you're pitching movies, you're in Hollywood or, or shows, you know, there's a thing called themes. I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about, but you gotta tell people in the room, like, okay, your theme here is loyalty, or the theme in this is family, or like but one of the most cliched themes in the world is be careful what you wish for. And while basing the first movie on a Care Bear movie, they have now predicated this entire film on be careful what you wish for. Please continue. All right. So so in that time period, they don't know that it's a wishing stone. They have no idea. But And this is something that's really, that only happens in this particular scene. Uh, Diana mm -hmm. picks up the wishing stone and makes a silent wish. She never says it out loud. But she wishes for Steve Tre Trevor to come back. She wishes for Chris Pine's character to come back. I don't know exactly what she says. I maybe she said, "I wish he would come back in the body of a douchebag that lives in D.C. so that I could use his toothbrush." Or she wishes, "Hey, I wish he could come back like he's never been gone." I wish that. Um, what was the wish? Why did we not get to hear it? I understand. I understand. But she could have. You know what? A better scene. I'm just pitching. Is have Diana alone. In the room, she sneaks back in, and then let's hear her wish. You didn't right. really surprise us all that much with Chris Pine showing up because he's no. a second credit build. 
Right. Well, and also, I mean, the problem I have with it, to be honest with you, is it's the only time that worked. Everybody mm-hmm. else has to make the wish out loud. Uh, whenever, um, whenever Agent Whiskey um, makes other people watch, that's uh, <laughs> that's Pedro's name from uh, Mandalorian. That's the Mandalorian. That's his name from uh, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever Agent Whiskey says to somebody, "Do you wish it? <laughs> say it. Say it." And he's like, "I'm sorry, Jack Daniels. I'll say it." That's his other <laughs> name from Kingsman. Yeah, he uh, makes him say it. Say it out loud. Tell me, wish me, wish on me. Yeah, you know, which is and, a weird thing. He's always touching everybody. We'll like, get would that be a wish? Like, this is definitely not a COVID-friendly movie by any means. He touches everybody. Everyone. And all, he's like touching the president of the United States. And and see, and see, honestly, the Secret Service is sitting back. Now, it's 1984. Is that guy supposed to be Reagan? We'll get there. Yeah, um, we'll get there. But yeah, but, so she makes this imaginary wish. And then about... Uh-oh. We lose Not Jay the same. We get a, are you there? I still I lose see his avatar. Did I lose me? So everyone is out there. Oh, I feel like he's back. No, there he is. Yeah, I think our internet just went down. But I don't hear you. Oh, no, I think my internet went down for a second. I'm back. Hey, old Jason is back. All right, please continue, sir. So, okay, so he makes the wish. Or then, then we see Kristen Wiig make a wish that she's like, I wish I could just be just like Diane. Which is a weird wish in the first place. No? I mean, come on. It's like... Wait, what? Yeah. I just said smart. I mean, what you last said. Wonder Woman powers. That's the last yeah. thing I said. I, I mean, which is the weird wish. Like, you know, again, if you're standing next to... But as far as she knows, this woman is not Wonder Woman. As far as right. she knows, this is just a hot, you know, beautiful uh, woman who's smart. Confident which woman, you already right? are. Yeah, which you already are. So, yeah. you know... She just needs to, like... Yeah. Somebody wrote... I read this on... Uh, on Twitter, did uh, they copy the beginning of this movie from She's All That? They're like, did I accidentally put on She's All That? Because it was one of those things where it was like, this is the scene where she just takes off her glasses and all of a sudden, because she is, Kristen Wiig's a beautiful yes. woman, strong Gorgeous. woman, she's very confident and very cool. And yes. But this is the scene where she gets to be that all of a sudden. She's just said, rip off her glasses and all of a sudden she's like, ready to go. Yeah, it's like the Adam Ant video. I'm going to date myself with the goody two-shoes. The librarian takes off her glasses and swings her hair, and it's like, oh, she was hot all along. It's like, we all knew she was hot all along, okay? Right. No one thought right. that girl wasn't hot. Okay. So, so again, she's wishing to be like Diana, which is basically like, you know, just meeting someone. Like, I want to be just like them. So there's no thought put into these characters or their thought mm. process in any way, shape, or form. And why we point this out, everyone, is, to, to, is really to, why we're doing an autopsy like this is to show you that these... These are the little things that you may not notice, but these are the reasons you're not connected or not connecting to these characters because they're making choices that are incongruent to any character you would ever know or not know. Right. That's all. There still has to be a reality. You still have to accept accept that they're superheroes and they can fly, but you're not going to accept that like this woman who is obviously beautiful and hardworking and has very clear skin is also <laughs> this bookish weird nerd who is afraid to talk to anybody or comb her hair. Right, like it just yeah. doesn't. She got just through five masters. Right, she got through yeah. five masters. And by the way, we're gonna take a minute right now, Jason, because I want to ask you, like, if you had to keep your golden lasso mm-hmm. as comfortable and secure and safe as you could, what would you wrap it in? I would wrap it in birchwood trees, crushed, sustainable by the ancient. Yes, sustainable birchwood trees, crushed by the lightning of Zeus. Turned, turned into pulp. a turned and it's turned yeah the lightning turns pulp into yarn and the fates would spin it on their loom and then I would wear it and I would call them meundies. Meundies. 
Yes. And by the way, even though Christmas is over, you, you forgot at least five gifts. So you might as well. And everyone, thank you for letting us pay the bills. We we but we love MeUndies, and this is not a joke. I told you, Jason got me my Christmas present. It's a whole year of MeUndies, and I, that, I honestly that's best how Christmas thinks of me once a month. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Did you did you did you did? All right. <laughs> Fair enough. So listen, there's a membership, $19.99 a month. There's free shipping. All right. This is not, and by the way, get it for yourself. Treat yourself. It's a new year. It's going to be a much better year, but we're not going anywhere. We're still stuck at home. So buy yourself something that you're comfortable in at home. It's what? MeUndies.com offer code stuck? MeUndies.com offer code stuck. That's MeUndies.com offer code stuck. It gives you 15% off for uh, your first purchase. You uh, support uh, stuck at home and Cliff and Jason. Um, And also, if you're interested in my undies, stop, you little perv. <laughs> okay, good. I like that you went there with it. And again, thank you, everyone, for letting us pay the bills. Me undies. We love them. Uh, we, we love, love them. them. If I could right. my cat. Before we go way. back into it, because we got a lot of that. We, we've got, um, speaking messages. of me undies, we've got a little buildup back here, a little buildup. <laughs> you worked it in. And I want to sh- release the beast. All right. And thank right. you, Nancy. So it was a perfect I'm trying to be quiet and mute myself while I play some stuff. Do it. Yeah, I have to agree with you that I felt Wonder Woman was underwhelming a lot by by a great measure. I mean, I thought the acting in it was really good. Everyone that acted, Chris Pine, Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, um, Mandalorian, as you just said. (laughs) Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I thought they all did really good acting-wise. Just the story was really weak, had a lot of holes in it, and the biggest thing was the... Special effects, like, come on, <laughs> that whip, come on. the come lasso on. of truth, that they just use that way too much. And I don't know, I don't read the comic books as much, so I'm assuming that she uses the lasso all the time, but for uh, it was just kind of a joke of a lasso of an effect. <laughs> and this is what we're to expect out of out of Hollywood right now. All right, first of all, that's Big Bear Radio, and we are playing these messages off Stereo app. And and if you're not on Stereo app and you're watching us here, that's cool, but we also do shows just on at Stereo. So do us a favor, all stuck at homies who follow us live and, you know, just show out, just download at Stereo because then we'll give you alerts when we're on there we're not on here. We yeah, that's right. And, we, and, we, and between the two of us, we got like 60 talks going on over there. We got a lot of oh, stuff that we talk about that's over right. there. We don't have time. We don't have time um, for anything. I was just going to say this, that... The acting, which is, I feel like at this point, the last component, because even if everyone in here is great, because we already know Kristen Wiig is great, and I've seen Gal Gadot be good in that John Hamm movie. I mean, you know, it was good. You know, she's got she's got something, right? There, but I don't think there's even, you know, if you put Daniel Day-Lewis in this, there's nothing you can do. Right. You might be like, Daniel Day-Lewis sucks, so I would really reserve my judgment on their acting. I, you didn't know? For better fair. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis played the lasso. That's why I like the lasso the best out of everyone in the movie. <laughs> Robin he got Wright really into it. it. Everybody ever, they just called, asked him to call him uh, L-O-T, Lasso of Truth. And he, he just walked around, uh, you know, hitched to a cowboy for about six months to prepare for that role. Sorry, okay. dad jokes, dad jokes are plenty. Dad I actually agree. I, I agree with uh, uh, our last commenter because, well, first of all, because he's a Letterkenny fan like me. And two... Because um, I did, I, I I actually felt a little bit for uh, for the man for Din, Din Jiren. 
Um, like when he was talking to his son a little bit every once in a while. I felt like there was something there. Um, Who's taking care of this kid? What kind of mom is dropping the kid off at the empty office all day long? Mom's with her boyfriend. It's just dropping the kid off at the empty office. Doesn't even know if the dad's there. Dad could be in Saudi Arabia. No care. Drop him off at the empty office. He's four. Yep. Yeah. Mom's not very good. All right. So let's do a couple. Let's do a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me, you son of the bend. I prefer to smack your face. I don't get it. I I, I prepare to smack my face too. (laughs) Okay. I'm prepared to smack. I hope you have a nice show. This is I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but don't. since you're here and you have seen it, can you tell me is it worth watching or not? He just Thank you, Joe, Joe Wishbone. Thank you, Joey Wishbone. And I value that you value our opinion, and, and please take this in the way that I'm saying we it right now. We take that with a lot of, like, yeah, we do. It holds with a lot gravitas. Yeah, thank do you, Do not Jason. watch it. The word. Do not watch it. Go back and watch the Umbrella Academy. Go back and yeah. even watch the yeah. first movie again. There's a lot of places you can play. You want to watch something this- great with a female protagonist? Go watch uh, the rhythm section with Blake Lively and Jude Law right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's yeah. excellent. Great spy thriller. Go watch Doom Patrol. Um, Hell yeah! On on HBO Max, there's a and, lot of strong female characters in there that are really fun and interesting. And Diane Guerra, to me, should have uh, she got robbed for no nomination playing that role she played. And and it just shows you Greg Berlanti with his hands on DC can make a very interesting, very good show for every level. And yet, Patty Jenkins with two hundred million dollars can't figure out how to make a movie that everyone doesn't hate. So, so should we play yeah, more? Exactly. What should we do? Let's do three more, and then three we'll more. go because we're. You know. We gotta get through the movie, but yeah, and and maybe we could stay a little later if you want, Chase. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The airplane wasn't long enough to grab the kids, but it was long enough to reach an air a jumbo jet in the sky, and also be long enough to wrap around. Like, just imagine how big a wing or an aileron or anything on that plane that you could hook on and move is. It's bigger than the whole rope. Like, it's feet across. That's exactly right. Good point. Just latching onto it, just wrapping the rope one time around one part of the wing would take your whole rope in, or a normal size rope, especially a rope held on the waist of a five foot nine woman who is flying. If she was 12 feet tall, maybe 20 feet tall, maybe that would be, you could have a rope that big. Maybe. This is a great point. This is a great point. I love our listeners. Uh, all right. One, all right. one more. Um, couple more. And we'll go. Yeah. Couple more. Do it. Couple more. Do it. I mean, when I saw the lasso swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt, honestly, to me, that seemed more within her realm of powers. Yes, yes. Agreed. Her Agreed. being the daughter of Zeus and Zeus's main weapon being yes. lightning and the also with the lasso being a God-created weapon, um, that made sense that she would be able to latch onto a lightning bolt and use it to propel herself or advance herself. Hey, Atlas Entertainment, hey, Atlas hire Big Bear Radio and put him in a writer's room. You'll have a better script. <laughs> I mean, this is, he makes a very good point, and we talked about this earlier. And, and he's bringing it down so she's a demigod. So let's tie right. it into organically the character and the story. Absolutely. One more and we'll go on because we got lots more to cover. I know, we have so much. I love the messages. I love the messages. And Dylan Riley. sadly, Don Wells, Marianne from Gilligan's Island, died today. Uh, COVID-related in Los Angeles. 
and she would have been a great Wonder Woman. Yes. Yes. A hundred yes, times. Yes. God rest, her, rest soul. her soul. Died of COVID. I thank well, thank you so much for giving me so many, 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 many years from infancy through adolescence yep. of joy and pleasure. Thank you, Marianne. And, yeah, thank you, Marianne. Much love. All right, uh, All right. One more because I'm not. I'm not we got to end on a Wonder Woman. Camp. I know we yeah, have to we end up and up, 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 up. Not end, but you know. That is so true. You guys are so right. They'll probably maybe use a prototype, make a robot look just like her. <laughs> Dress like her, act like her, talk like her, maybe all the characteristics as Wonder Woman, maybe they're going to make a prototype. You never know. You know, technologies keep expanding year after year. You never know what they're going to come up with. Well, she's uh, saying that they're going to make a prototype that we get to watch act, or are they going to make a prototype and then <laughs> unleash it on the world? <laughs> Who knows? Who okay. knows? All right. Let's, Let's dig on. back into this. Let's dig back into this. All right. Okay. So we've talked about Kristen Wiig. We've talked about the ridiculousness in the wishing. And now, mm -hmm. please continue, Jason. Okay. So now, so now we wake up and there's two things that we can talk about kind of in tandem. Number one, mm -hmm. we now have a, uh, uh, a Chris Pine that is, is, is basically doing the ghost move, right? The Whoopi Goldberg, Demi Moore. I'm yeah. not really, I'm not really Chris Pine. I'm not really that character. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, this is funny. Real quick, I just a quick aside. Nancy just sent a note to us. It's it's last year. My son Chris walked in the kitchen, seeing me drinking water from a whiskey glass, and asked, "Are you out of alcohol?" Nancy, <laughs> what an awesome son! No, um, that's so funny. Love it. Know thyself. Love family, All right, Nancy. So, so, here, so, two things have happened. We've got two wishes going on, and um, and also, uh, 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 the Mandalorian gets a hold of the the wishing stone. Right. Okay, All I just about have the to interject. At, at just about the witch, wishing stone, which is, again, this is just poor writing, and no one cared. And it's this. Right. You know, they right. mention you can wish for anything you want, but they don't tell you until later when it's more convenient that oh yeah, but it also takes the thing you hold the dearest. They don't mention that at all right. until way into Act Two. Bad right. writers. They don't, they don't indicate anything like that, and so it's really weird, and it's really. Um, yes weird when things start happening so what you see is yes, that the wish to get chris pine back to get uh get his character back in creates this thing where he his body uh his his spirit his ghost uh basically comes in and, and fills in this other guy some dude just some rando handsome dude. guy handsome guy very handsome but but handsome it's a but it, guy. And, and so everybody in the world sees him as regular dude but we as the viewers watch and um see him as chris pine so, um, but it's, it's the ghost thing. It's, it's just like when Whoopi and, uh, Whoopi right. and, uh, uh, Demi made out. Um, but again, they're not doing anything new and it is, it's Whoopi and Demi making out. Just be clear. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch ghost. It's much better than this. You'll love ghost. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's Patrick Swayze's so, soul. Roadhouse. So we, we, so we got that. And that doesn't take very Roadhouse. much convincing because she, <laughs> she's magic Sorry. and, Diana doesn't, you know, Diana's a, a, a demigod. So like this kind of magic isn't like absurd for her. So it doesn't, you don't have to right. explain it too much. She's, she's in. And right. then on but the other end. She seemed to kind of know about it. Like she knew it was dangerous. Right. 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 And then on the other side, we have, um, we have Mr. Whiskey and he is, he wishes to become the wishing stone, which is an interesting wish when you really think about it, right? Yeah. You can't wish for a million wishes, but he wishes to become the wishing stone. So basically he's, he doesn't want to be the genie. He wants to be the lamp. 
Right, but that's where I'm going to stop you again because that is why it's like, oh, you came up with that, and then you're like, okay, and then we'll say that because what would he get from that unless he got everything? So they're like, oh, wait, he has to get something from it. We Here's how this went, okay? These guys are sitting there jerking each other's knobs, and they're going, oh, my God, this is so great. It's a wishing stone. He's going to wish to be the stone. And then they're like, fuck, wait, what, what does he get from that? They're like, oh, no, this idea is too good. Let's just later we'll say that he gets everything. They have to give up their biggest thing. And then he's naming things, too. I'll take your power. I'll take your men. It's like, no, 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 there's just one thing. Go right. On. Yeah, yeah, he basically gets to call the shots. But at the same time, every wish makes him sicker, which I don't understand because he's getting something from everybody. But then it makes him sicker, but then it makes him better by the end. There's no real clear delineation what wishes make him feel better, what wishes make him sick. <laughs> I don't even know that word in that camp. Delineation. No. And then and then I think we talked about this a little. This leads to what some people would say is the whole reason for the movie. And putting it in 1984, which is as Land, Land I think was the one that said this to us when we were talking to Land, right? <laughs> that this entire movie, this entire entire movie was here so that Chris Pine could do the 80s clothing montage. Yes. And they did it in Wonder Woman 1, right, with her. So Mm -hmm. I'm all for a turnaround. Like, I don't care. Emasculate the guy. But here's the thing. Be one of two things. Be funny or be hot. Chris Pine is hot, but he don't look hot. You've picked everything to make him look bad, and he's not funny. And the clothes are not making it funny. So it's just terrible. And, And it's cringy and not like the good kind of cringe like Curb. Uh, no, I, I did. I did enjoy the uh, the American flag uh, fanny pack. I'll I will say that. Okay, so I'm going to go back for a second because it's just a couple of notes. So when she sees, yeah, yeah, do your notes. yeah when she sees yeah. uh, Chris Pine as handsome guy, and he says that you know phrase to her where she's like Steve, right? So they had this is the I actually had to write this down because this dialogue is so fantastic. She goes, but how? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go one more piece of dialogue. It jumps a little ahead, but when he finally says to her, he goes, "So you, you, so wait, you don't, you don't think it's the stone, like the wishing stone, do you? That's causing all these problems." So he goes, "So wait, you don't think the stone?" And she goes, "I don't know what to think anymore, Steve. I just hope that I'm wrong." You just said you don't know what you think. What the? What are you hoping you're wrong? You're hoping you're wrong that you don't know. You already said, you know, you can't be wrong. I mean, this is no one's thinking. For $200 million, give a crap. You know, okay. So that being said, oh, they're going to go now. They have to fly. He doesn't have a passport, though. Like, you're trying to find obstacles. Like, the guy whose body he jumped into, who's an engineer in Washington, D.C. in 1984, doesn't happen to have a passport. Or how about this? A fucking identity that you can just use, like his license, his card. Like, it's all there. Right. Well, and, and, and to top that off, which is uh, amazing to think about, like, so they have to get to Cairo, right? They're, they, they need to get to Cairo oh. fast, right? <laughs> you know, AJ, so they have question. two choices. You know how far Cairo is from, from Washington, D.C.? Pretty far. I feel 5, like it's at least it's a one miles. How much? 5,935 miles. So, like, two Americas. Right. Do you know how, how, how much uh, uh, fuel uh, that specific fighter jet holds? It would get you maybe a thousand miles. Right. I'm just saying, maybe. You, maybe. You, you, you're crashing over the uh, Atlantic somewhere. You're not, you're not flying to Egypt. Okay. Please continue. Yeah. And, and, even, and before we even get to that part, right? Like, yes. here's what I want you to think about. You got a guy 
he's got an, a whole room. He's got all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's got probably a driver's license in his pocket. Um, so maybe and, even a car. Maybe even yeah, maybe even like some ID, some you know, an ATM card, some credit cards, some money. So you got two choices: either sneak onto a military base and steal a you know a top ranked fighter pilot, a flying you know jet, or they were search his house base? for his passport, or a car they go to the airport right. with. I mean, like right, and, and but like they, which is ahead, easier? Please. Which would take less time: planning a heist of a jet or I don't know. Just looking around the room for like where maybe he keeps all his passports. But that wasn't even a heist. Like they walked right in. Like first of all, let, let's go back for a second. Two, two, two quick things. Which is this? The first one is what's the deal, man? Everyone in Amazon, Amazonia, whatever, they only age to the point of of extreme hotness, and then they stop aging just at that moment. They don't actually get old. For a while, but then they get old older. again. But then they get old again. How? How do they get old? She hasn't aged a day since 1938, which this is why I bring this up also, because from 1938 to 1984, (laughs) we got like 46 years and she hasn't developed like a cache of money and a secret layer, a place to put her invisible jet, maybe. Yeah. Like all the vampires do it. Like every vampire, Lestat, um, that one from True Blood. uh, Yeah. All the vampires have a layer. They all get money. Blade, all of them, they get a layer because they've been around so long they can just collect shit. Yes, they're taking money and stuff. So you're telling me that she didn't have a lair and but 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 she developed an invisible plane, but she keeps no. it on the military base where they're flying. Please explain this. No, no. So that that's so no, she's been practicing a new power that's never been existed before where she can turn things invisible, right? She can build like a an, a, a force field around them a la uh, Susan Storm from Fantastic 4. And she's only ever done that with, uh, like a, a, she said she did it with like a can or a, a, a cup or a coffee mug. And then she lost the mug cause it was invisible forever. Right. But she, she somehow took this power that's never been referenced before. And she used it to build a shield, uh, uh, around this whole jet just right then that just happened when they were getting shot. She figured out how to make a force field around this jet that turned it invisible just then. Right, even though she was technically losing her powers. And and also, here's the question. If what you wish for gives you what you wish for immediately, oh, I'm 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 getting heated, Nancy. It gives you what you wish for immediately, then it takes away. For every other person, it took away that thing immediately. But her powers just were gradually, she just wasn't as strong. It's like, no, then you've come up with the wrong device. Right. Well, and this is, you know, this is a device they use every fucking superhero movie in the sequel. This is Superman 2. He loses his powers. Spider-Man 2. He loses his powers. Everybody's got to lose their powers in the second one. Nobody can, you know, in a lot of these movies, not all of them. Iron Man 3 was out of his Iron Man suit for a long time, but I would say that that's the only time I appreciated it because they were trying to build the character of Tony as somebody awesome. This is all about like every every sequel seems to think that that's the way you go, and they have to slowly lose it and slowly get them back. Like that's yeah. them coming over an obstacle, which is bullshit. If you yeah. can't come up with an obstacle for your superhero to fight, you're not the right writer for this. They're they can't they 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 can't keep fighting themselves. Um, but which is yes. what was happening. Yeah, exactly. But but she's the only one who it only affects slowly. And, oh, I'm sorry, Kristen Wiggs, uh, she didn't get all her powers at once. It was a slow grind. So the two of them, the rules don't count. So you basically set up, and here's another reason we hate it. Don't set up rules to a universe 
and then switch the rules midway through or add stuff midway through because, oh, now, you know, oh, it's good for our two lead. Not everybody. Right. No. Right. No. Because we Crystal don't want to, we want to, we want, we want Barbara. <laughs> Do you ever watch that movie, um, Four, Four Christmases? Do you ever watch that movie, Vince Vaughn? Oh, yeah, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, and then there's yes, the scene with John Favreau in it. I actually like um, it. And they're wrestling. They're wrestling, and they bring their kids, and they're like, hey, tag us in, Dad, tag us in. He's like, no, uh, I'll lose custody again. And he's like, no, tag us in. And they're like, yeah, all right. And then the kid jumps on top of Vince Vaughn and just starts slapping him. He's like, you better Google me, Barbara. Look me up sometime. Every See, time that's I- a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. But that yeah. scene, that scene right there is like, Google me, bitch. Look me up sometime, Barbara. Like but again, that's every time I hear Kristen Wiig's name, that's what I, that scene that actually pops into my head. Barbara. But again, you see, this is why you care about those characters. He's got a backstory where he once lost his kids for or social services got called for something he did the last time. That's why a funny movie, scary movie, super movie, build backstories that you can pepper in, so we don't know that we're starting to grow attached to these characters. But that's what's happening. Right. right. And what they seem to want to do with Kristen's character was they wanted her to be a nice person because you wanted to like her at the beginning. You always kind of got a sense she was going to be the bad guy. It wasn't something that came completely out of the blue. But as she evolved and changed, you wanted to question why she was doing it. And you didn't. You kind of just knew she was becoming a bitch. Uh, She was becoming (laughs) evil. And like eventually they say it's because the wishing stone made her evil. But like. Come on. I mean, and also. Her life was not that bad. I mean, like, this is no. not, she's already a, a multi, you know, uh, 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 master's uh, scientist and a doctorate, multi-doctorates, and she's, a, she's, she's working at a huge museum in one of the biggest, most important cities in the world. What's so bad about this one? So she's less, she's basically it. gemologist for the Smithsonian, walking, you know, she's doing all right. Yeah. She probably, she's like, uh, she's kind of like, uh, if you imagine, like, um, uh, what's her name in the in the show? Tina Fey's character in Thirty Rock, right? She doesn't have her life all together, but she's still perfectly capable of doing it if she wanted to. That's right. And now here comes the you know here comes the bad writing again, and it's like oh so so they're trying to figure out they're like okay, but we have to give her kind of one more step. Let's have her you know what? Let's get a rapist. Let's get a, just a white dude who's older who just hangs out in the park and drinks out of a paper bag, but he's not homeless. Oh wait, but she has to still be nice first. So let's show a homeless dude who's black, by the way. So you know at least we're not getting out of stereotypes. And he's like he knows her. Hey Barbara. Hey, thanks for that food. And she's like, oh, here you go. It's still warm. It's like, give him some money maybe. But okay. And then the next bench, it's like literally she passes that guy. And then the next bench is the friendly neighborhood rapist who's like, come here. No, come here. Come here. And like she's going to rape suit. her in broad like, daylight. He's, and- he's like the drunk guy that just sleeps in the park and rapes, right? Like he's yeah. like this weird, weird character. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see, and then she gets away, but it's it's Wonder Woman who saves her, right? So, so again, not in the suit. And she's like, oh, it's Krav Maga, I'll teach you. I used his force against him. It's like, okay. Okay, all right. So, so, yeah. so. Well, that's just showing her turning over. Like, her, like in, in a way, you're like, okay, maybe she's just trying to grab onto her um, self-confidence and stuff. But it's they have to make it very clear that that's not what's going on. She's turning bad. Like, the other, the other homeless man is there specifically to call out, you didn't do what you needed to do to protect yourself. You took it too far, right? You, you're right. like, it's the, uh, it's the uh, Cobra Kai mentality. Like, I'm going to keep referencing movies that this stuff is stealing from, but it's, this is this idea, like, 
the no the the no mercy rule, right? Like you you know, if you were if you'd stayed on the straight and narrow Miyagi Do path, you'd have Wonder Woman ethics, and you wouldn't you'd you'd only you'd only arrest your uh, your potential attacker. But you took it too far. That means you have um something going on in your brain that makes you do that. Like that's the indication that they're trying to get across at, at, in the movie. Right, like, like, you know, we should have some rooting factor for her still until we don't want you to anymore. So this whole movie feels like a cut and paste. Now, that being said, uh, we are now, it's one hour and 21, I'm just reading from these notes, it's one hour and 21 minutes until she's in the suit, okay, from the time in the mall. Okay, so she's been out of the suit for an hour and 21 minutes since then? Or is that 120 minutes? an hour and 21 minutes into the movie. So the first time you see her in the suit, which is the only time, is at the mall, which is about 13, Which is about 25 minutes in. Oh, it is? Well, because we have that first... Because we have that first 10 minutes where they're on the right. island for some dumb reason. Oh, and then, that out. So we're about 15, 20 minutes. And so you're talking an hour into this movie. You're actually talking about where this runtime should consider ending, right? We should be wrapping up this movie at yeah. 1.30. In Act 3, yeah. Right. And she's now in the suit. That's how long it took her to get back into the suit doing some lame green screen shit. It's not like she's doing anything in the suit that's so fantastic. Okay. And what? So now we're doing it. We're in the middle of, we're not Saudi or somewhere like Saudi. Okay. Or which, Egypt, right? Or, or, oh, Egypt. Or sorry. Yeah. The, the secret, the police in Egypt. And the military, I mean, you can't fuck with these people, but you have you have a, a, a white dude, and and for all intents and purposes, a white woman. And Chris Pine, who is d- dead since 1938, has figured out in two seconds how to fly the new jets, the fighter jets, and now he can not only drive regular car, he can drive a tank like that is brand new. It was like just built. Right. And he's figured right. out how to drive all this. And and he knows immediately how to, okay, so, so, <laughs> and by and the way, Go, 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 please. Oh, no, and it's finally in the scene. So basically the wishing, the wishing, uh, the wishing DeLorean. Post. Um, <laughs> wish DeLorean. Has, the wish DeLorean has <laughs> shown how this thing works, where he can make somebody make a wish and then take something from them. So he could get them to do the wish and then say, well, I'm just taking all your guards. Right? Yeah, but he also says, I'll take all your uh, guards and something else, right? Doesn't he say like two things? Yeah, it was like just his guards and his, um, I don't know, just his body. I felt like it was like all related to the military because he already gave his oil away. Right. So he says, I'll take all your 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 security force is what he called it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the security force is they helping just left him. left him there where, where, where everybody's super mad because he's created some sort of wall that I don't quite understand. And I don't quite understand exactly what the, I understand that there's some sort of land dispute, but I don't understand exactly what's created a, New war between the the two factions because I, I there's this, he had all the I water mean, I, that's why got it the so water he, was on his side of the Mad war. Max part yeah that's right you just got it you just got it it's Road Warrior but he got all the water so they got put it. the wall that he wished for to keep the other infidels out of his land uh, and all the water was on his side so now all these people were like dying of thirst allegedly. <laughs> okay, and so then they get on the thing, and this is the fight scene that you see a lot in the the, the the trailers. This is on the road where they're driving tanks and all this stuff, chasing after uh, Maxwell DeLorean and <laughs> and his crew. And this is where we find out that Wonder Woman is not uh, doing well. She's she's yeah. her powers are starting to drain. We bit under the weather. Yeah. <laughs> But this is where we find that out. This is where we figure out that she has all her powers, but that 
she could get hurt. And like when she's stuck under that truck, it's a very dangerous, uh, a precarious spot for her. Cause she's, she can get shot. She's been shot twice by this point and she is not, she's not at full strength, but she can still flip a tank and yeah. like land without hurting themselves. Like, but normal bones would break. So um, these are but again, let's for a second, Jace. And yes, to everything you're saying, but just for a second, what the fuck is interesting here? Like the action again, like she's, uh, she's crouching in between the tank and the thing and she's pushing it away with her legs. I mean, no, this is not, this is not like if you're, you should be setting precedents. If you're spending $200 million on a sequel, you should be setting a precedent in action at least. But no, it's a car chase on an abandoned road. They didn't even bother to do it on a freeway. There's like, they just own the whole road. It's a dirt road with two lanes and they own the whole thing for like four miles. And then when she finally saves those kids, okay? When she finally saves those two kids that she scoops up, when she lands, she lands on top of them. Watch it. They're dead. Oh, I saw they yeah, were dead. dead. I agree. I 100% agree. When they, they she landed on those on kids, when she landed on those kids, it's like, oh, that's it. And I mean, I, she didn't block. And I mean, maybe she put her elbows down and just like created a, like a, a hard stance there. But yeah, they, their heads no. bounced right off the. the yeah, I slow moded. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to all this trouble and not slow moing that. You know, yeah. I, I slow moed it, and uh, they would have been very, 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 very dead. And by the way, that would have been interesting if she's standing there holding two dead, uh, you know, Egyptian kids. Uh, now I'm a little more interested in your movie. Like maybe there's a consequence. No, nothing. Right. They're all fine. Oh, Wonder Woman. Meanwhile, right. guess what? No one in Egypt ever saw a superhero. Everyone's acting like it's normal. Right. Well, and at least like, like hey, big, you know what? Act surprised. Some pretty, pretty, some pretty big things have happened too, like around the world. This is all of a sudden, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, the Mandalorian is like the biggest guy in oil. Um, yeah. All these things are changing. Yeah. It's just, it's bizarre. All right. right because so, his wishes happened immediately. Everyone else is, right. Kristen and, and Diana's is gradual. Barbara. Right. And Diana's is right. gradual. <laughs> Google me, Barbara. <laughs> Google um, me, Barbara. And then we get to the spot. Now we get to the spot where they finally catch him, right? Like we can skip ahead a little bit. Is there anything that happens between them and catching him? Besides well, I just want to ask you two it's... questions and then no. Okay. I just want to ask you two questions. My first question is how many skim milk white women gave birth to Gal Gadot? <laughs> all of them. Okay. She's all the of birth them. of all, all of them. All the like skim milk women. Yeah, all the skim milk women. And again, going back for a second, because Barbara ends up seeing the drunk rapist like in a different spot just outside the park later, which is when she beats him to death, basically, or almost. And here's the thing. Let a woman beat a rapist to death all day long. I, I got no issues with that. But what is this guy doing? And I think I just wrote this down. The, the drunk rapist who just hangs around the same spot every night looking for what? New women to rape? Like, yeah. what? And no one's caught him? Like, he's just sitting there. Like, I know. if he did it he to Barbara, he did obvious. it to someone else. Yep. Yeah, that's, he's, that's a weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird one. Here, let's do a couple questions because we probably have a hundred. Um, oh, yeah, thanks for staying color. later with us on our uh, our Stuck at Homies Live. Uh, we love you. Yeah, thank you. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Gal Gadot, more like Gal Gadot. <laughs> That's a good one. And uh, sorry I didn't introduce myself. My name is Bobby. Bobby hey. in the building. <laughs> Bobby, B O B B underscore Y 8950. I'm 25 years old, live in California, and yes, I haven't seen the movie, but I don't know, because, like, back in the day, Wonder Woman... we're here. That's why we're here. 
I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe when I was a kid, I probably never seen her wear the same costume. I think they switched the costume up, or I'm getting confused with uh, Jack, Jack from Batman, the Jack, the Joker. There you go. If yeah, I never seen her dress like that. You may be confusing her with Harley Quinn, but here's what I'll say, and part of the reason we're doing this. Uh, just like Cliff said, we, if you watch this movie and you're just sharing this because you're like, I need to talk about how bad this movie was, we're here mm -hmm. for you. We're also here for all of you who haven't seen the movie before. I don't normally recommend spoilers for movies. I want you to make up your own mind. In this case, let us, let us be the people that took it on for you. Let us, let us make your 2020 just a little bit brighter by making fun of it so you never have to see this dumb movie. And I think, yeah. Amen to what Jason just said. Jason just for said, real. For real. Well, hold on one second. Oh, yeah, oh, hold on. Please stop talking about me, undies. It's a bit personal. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> for all, for the record, me when undies, we talk about me very, undies, that's for everybody else. We talk about my undies. That's when I need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's when stop. That's when stop. No. I just want to know what was the main point of this like super <laughs> tough gold armor that was only on screen for like <laughs> five, ten minutes? Yes, let's yeah. get into that super yeah. tough gold armor. So yeah, they tell a whole story, right? There's a whole backstory to this, like it's like a 300 level story, right? Like all the all the bad guys were coming and all the men were coming and we had to leave one person there to protect us against thousands while we escaped to the you know the Amazon world and it, it, and this armor and then they never found her but she protected us all for for 30 days it was very much the 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 300 story right or the maccabees where the yep. you know they they defended the uh, temple and the lamp lasted 8 days i mean it's biblical yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly. cut and paste man go on but you're right yeah. jason sorry all right so so they they tell that story and they bring this about this armor to make this armor. I mean, I'll tell you the real reason why they did this after we get through this, but just telling the story. So then they have the armor show up and she gets in the armor and it's super protective and she barely wears it. Mm -hmm. um, she takes it off barely. midway through the fight almost. Yeah. Like, why'd you um, find it? Um, but the, and you know, on the, the truth, I had to rewind this part because one minute she's flying just in her normal clothes and the next minute she's in the armor. And I was like, where the fuck do you find the armor? Like I blinked for two seconds. Like the discovery <laughs> of the armor wasn't even that big a deal. It was just like there. Yeah. After she talked about not being able to find it. Right. Right. And then she just did like, yeah. she's flying in the air. She's nor, she catches a ride on a, a jumbo jet. Next thing you know, she finds the armor and she's there with it. It was weird. Um, not but weird, I, I'll tell you the bad. real reason. Go on. The real reason they told that whole story and made a big point of all of that stuff was that so they could they could do the cameo scene at the end. Hmm. I thought it was just to give Gal a uh, monologue. Oh yeah, a lot of actors no, I, demand I, monologues. So for, this is a real hmm. thing. I, they look through scripts and they're like, I don't see a monologue. Like for real? Maybe. No, not. I mean, oh, with her, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, but I think you're right though. It, it, they did this big thing, but you, for the cameo, at least. You know, again, that's you, I think, giving them more credit, <laughs> like with the right. Clark Kent thing. <laughs> well, I thought it was a, I, I thought it was a pure like grab. Like they wanted to, they wanted to have Linda Carter be in this. Right. They wanted to show her at the end. So they, they actually went out of their way. They did more work to explain that armor and why we should know who Artemis, who, the character that she plays, it's like Artemis or Artemisa or something, mm -hmm. is not a Wonder Woman character. So she's not playing anybody from Wonder Woman, right. the actual comics. Right. But they had to go through that whole thing 
and do more about that than they did the wishing stone or any of the other lore. They, they talk less about the de- the, the evil God who I did some research on, who's a, like a, a Titan and friend of Prometheus. Um, than they did for, for, uh, for this character that Linda Carter played. This, the whole point of all that scene, I really believe was just so they could show Linda Carter at the end and you go, Oh, well, I don't hate this movie. Like I'll say this. I hated the sixth sense till the twist. And I, and after the fact, I hated Six Sense, but the, the, the twist made that movie good because, like, the rest of it was really bad. And if there wasn't that twist there, it wouldn't make any sense. Um, and I was ready to walk out of that movie pissed until the twist. I think that this is one of those things where it's like, oh, this movie sucks. And everybody's like, it sucks. And they're like, but I love Linda Carter. But there's a twist. <laughs> it's Linda Carter. And, you know, but my kid doesn't know who Linda Carter is. Right. You know, I mean, like, right. so it, it means nothing to him. He's like, I don't care. I don't get this. Why is this even happening? And and by the way, just to just to jump in with a little a little more fantastic dialogue. Are you OK? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sneak All away right. in the White House during the tour. The dumb dude with one thing on his mind. Remember that guy who just likes Gal Gadot, likes Diana. And he's like, she brings Chris Pine to the White House. He's just giving her a tour and they slip away like Keystone cops in the White House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and he just goes to see people in the White House because somebody wished that he could, right? Like, everything that, that, the way that they get everything to work is very similar to Bill and Ted's uh, theory. Like, they just go back in time and put it there, right? Like, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they're like, oh, where's my dad's keys? I totally stole my dad's keys, bro. Dude, dude. <laughs> I'm, my own, I'm my own stepdad. Um, I'm already but, in. Right? <laughs> but, like. But that's the whole thing. Like, but and it's a really funny scene because, like, two stoners. That's exactly how stoners would think. Is like, oh, I need to put a garbage can here because he's gonna trip on it. But I gotta remember to do that and go back in time and do it. Right. right. The same kind of world works for Maxwell, where he's like, I'm just gonna wish that I could do this, and then we don't have to worry about figuring out how to get in the White House, how to talk to whoever that president was, because I had somebody wish it, and everything works. So, like, I don't have to worry about plot anymore. I could just do. Right, and Gal Gadot, all they do is set up some sleazy, weaselly guy who hits on her in the beginning because, you know, all guys are weasels and, you know, and most of us are, to be fair. So that was actually not so far off. And and most guys who are going to run into Gal Gadot, except apparently the handsome guy, will hit on her. He if they see her. He's like, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, he's like, I'm not really into you. You know, and he might be struggling with his own things. Which, by the way, he was the only interesting character. Though he wasn't at all looking to get back those lost days where he woke up like, what happened in the last five days? What's yeah. been going on? Hopefully, he, hopefully he, beat up. Like, but I hope that he like went on like the reason they picked him, whatever the gods picked him, because he was like on an ayahuasca journey anyway, or he was like he was planning to like meditate that whole time, so it wasn't wasn't a big deal for him. Yeah, and where did he go? Wait, speaking of being a weasel, Kitty Fisher says, did we get into what happened to the soul consciousness of the '80s dude? But yes, this is what we're talking doing about that right now. You're doing that right now. And by the way, if I woke up after five days, I mean, how long was this, Jason? How long did this whole debacle take? It feels like, I mean, the whole world almost ended. They flew to Egypt and back. Um, They had to have done it. Like, I feel like, I don't know, if I was Gal Gadot and I had just gotten my boyfriend back after all those years, I feel like two or three days that I wouldn't have got out of bed at least. So I figure this is like a a cool seven-dayer, right? Like, you're you're banging for the first two or three at least. At least. Yes, without even going out. And by the way, let's just let's just put this in perspective for people, right? So you go to sleep on March 18th, and the world's okay, and you wake up on March 25th, and we're in a complete lockdown, shutdown. It seems like the world's ending. You're just walking around going like, huh, what happened in the last week? Nothing. That's all. Yeah, people yeah. are in masks now. Why are you in a mask? Is that lady wearing my shirt? Like, 
You like this scarf? It's a good yeah. scarf, right? It's like, it's yeah, boy scarf. shorts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, okay, so let's just for a second, the Kristen Wiig stunt double with the hair flip, like in and out of cuts, so she would like flip her hair, and that's when you cut to the stunt double, and then the stunt double would flip their hair, and you're like, Kristen Wiig. You're like, look, she's right. doing her stunts. No, she's not. No, and she's no not. one no, thought she not. was. It was you so remember, um, embarrassing. Did you ever watch Matt and Trey's first movie? Uh, not first movie, second movie, Orgasmo? Yeah, Basketball, Orgasmo. I've seen them all. I love yeah, those guys. Um, but you, 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 didn't watch, you didn't watch Cannibal the Musical, though, did you? Oh, I didn't even know that's a thing. That's his first, their first movie. I think it's called Cannibal the Musical. Oh, I'm watching that tonight. <laughs> um, but Matt and Trey's uh, Orgasmo is their first one where they like kind of got things going. Um, but that was about the Mormon who... Uh, the Mormon who was worked in porn, like he got convinced to do porn movies to help pay for his, uh, <laughs> his, uh, his, uh, mission or whatever. I, I don't remember guys. exactly or his wedding in the temple. And he, he refused, he was just good at Kung Fu fighting and they wanted to make Kung Fu fighting porn. Um, mm -hmm. so he's good at doing the Kung Fu fighting, but he refused to have the sex. So there was a running joke in it that every time that they were about to do the sex, somebody yelled stunt cock. And then it was like a black dude who had replaced Matt Stone as the guy fucking the girl in the porno. And then the, when the stock came out, it was him. That's kind of how this Kristen Wiig thing was to me. It was like, every time I saw it, I was like, stunt cock. It was that bad, right? It was really yeah. horrible. It was that bad. It was, a, it was stunt cock bad. <laughs> it was stunt cock it, bad. It was. And by the way, just jumping back to the White House, as I, as I asked with complete dismay earlier, was that supposed to be Ronald Reagan as the president? I, what was, what was I going hope on? Not. I really, really, really hope not. I really we, hope not. And is it because we're, and I'm asking this in a very, you know, not a kidding term, like, uh, way, is, is it because we're in the uh, DCEU, right, that the president isn't Reagan in 1984? I would have to say that that has to be, I almost, again, I almost thought. Why wouldn't you get you a know, Reagan guy? Well, and here's like. just a, another me thinking this is a throwback. He looked a lot, not exactly and not quite the same, but he looked like a lot like the guy who was the president during the Superman two movie that had to kneel before Zod to me. And so I thought they were actually hmm. doing it because he kind of looked like the poor president guy who had to kneel before Zod. And um, so I was hoping that that was a throwback thing. Cause it definitely wasn't Reagan, but it was, it was basically the, um, the Richard Donner president from the eighties in so my again, head. You're giving them way more credit. And hey, Warner Brothers, put Jason Smith in the writing room. You'll have a much better movie. I mean, you see what he's doing already? He's already shredding everything that was there. That was not Reagan. And just as an aside, I just want to say, I wish there were awards like raspberries for extras. Because this was the worst <laughs> extra direction I've ever seen in my life. Starting in the mall with no one. Like, you got a second AD who's wrangling extras. Like, someone tell the guy, like, hey, Patty walks over to him and says, hey, listen, let's make sure all the extras are, like, totally minds blown. Because there's a superhero. Nope. Nope. They're just, like, eating their fucking corn dog. Like, like nothing's going on. And every single time when the world's destructed and everyone's walking through the street, there's, like, one girl walks by Wonder Woman. She's like, hey. Hey, Wonder Woman. How are yeah. you? All right, you want to do some messages? Yeah, let's do some. What do you think? Do we have some buildup? Yeah, we got. We, oh, I mean, we've got so much. Let's let's, let's ease our buildup. Uh, sorry, no kids. Wonder Woman. Uh, I think I I I don't know I, where, okay, wherever we were, but kids. kids. Hi, Jason. Hi, Cliff. Hey. Uh, I'm thrilled you guys are having this conversation. I've been kind of enthralled and trying to leave comments for like ten minutes while my kids scream <laughs> intermittently. But uh, I tried to have this conversation with Les yesterday, and he wouldn't have me. 
I love film breakdown. That was actually my major. And uh, you guys are doing a hell of a job. So uh, great you. talk. Really excited to hear where this is going. And I have to agree, I actually really didn't care for Kristen Wiig's casting in this, uh, but mostly because she seemed to have tried so hard to play against type yes. and uh, yes. against legacy, right? Like that we know her to be a funny person. And so um, that was confirmed. She wrote something or she was interviewed recently where she talked about uh, how she really didn't want to bring her funny to this. So I was uh, not in favor. Um, and I've got, a, I mean, a ton of opinions about this, but uh, you guys are doing a brilliant job. So uh, thanks for having this conversation. Thank you. The Lady Smith. By the way, she yeah. sounds very smart. Like she's a little intimidating yeah. smart. She's she's awesome. Her and uh, her and uh, Mrs. Smitty had a, a, a really fun conversation yesterday. Is there a relation uh, here? No, no, not at all. We just met him on here. Um, I, I, I got to speak with Les a couple of days ago, and uh, no, no, no relation, but just a bash friendship. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, again, I, I thought of something because all our stuck at homies or our live stuck at homies. The one reason also to come on stereo is because there, even though we'll post your comments here, we can listen to them and hear them like you're doing now. So if you got anything you want to tell us right now, just that's another way to tell us. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, all right, absolutely. let's bang out another one. But uh, well, real quick, I just do want to say something. If you're a comedian and they hire you and you decide you don't want to bring your funny, then we don't need you. I'm not going to hire the rock and you go, you know what? I don't want to use my muscles today. I don't yeah. want to give you the people's elbow. All right. Well, then fucking rock. You go do Jumanji because I want I want this? the rock that gives me the people's attitude. How about this? The rock shows up and he's lost 140 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just going to be skinny. I'm not bringing the muscle. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know how this is going to work, Rock. I'm right. sorry. Now you now I am going to call you Dwayne, and I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, bye, Dwayne. Why don't you play another one? Fuck, you speak a lot of shit. Like, all I'm hearing in this fucking podcast is fucking shit. <laughs> ah, you are. Well, thank you. You do. Right. And if you have an opinion, and I guess that is your opinion that we're talking a lot of shit, but I would love to hear yours um, because it sounds like you also have one. And uh, it might be pro Wonder Woman. Yeah, and we're into yeah, it. Let's hear we're it. Into it. Let's hear Bring it. it. And by the way, Bring as you it. see, Jason's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 don't. Be. No, no, don't. I'll say it after. This is the time. I'm just wondering. It's weird. Um, I don't know why Wonder Woman. I can't tell me. I, I, I don't know, know what, what that, that was. But was. what I was going to say is that what I was for, say yeah, we're talking a lot of shit. But we have done the work. We, are, we have yeah. done yeah. the research. Jason is researching Jesus rare gods rare in mythology <laughs> to make sure. No, but this is real. But this is real. Right? That This is right? why we're this talking. Why we we're wouldn't talking. just break we apart break a $200 million film because I respect film. film. Jason respects film. film. We respect we art. Respect this art. Has, 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 has tipped. This has gone to a place where this could really do what Howard Duck did for the Marvel Universe 20 years ago. Or 40 years ago. Or 40 years ago. Right? I mean, right? I mean, I mean, that's why we're doing this, and we come prepared. So if you want to argue so with you us, want to argue, we're so down, we're but come so prepared. Down, yeah. Come prepared. Yeah, come prepared. And Dan Eisen asked if uh, WW84 is worse than Ishtar. I'm going to tell you a secret. I didn't hate Ishtar. I still don't hate Ishtar. It's not. It is a very big bust of a movie, but I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of funny. It's much better. And you got Dustin Hoffman and Charles Grodin. Okay, uh, Warren Beatty. Okay. Warren Beatty. Warren I think it was Warren Beatty. Uh, look it up. Uh, I think Warren Beatty might have directed it. Beatty's involved somehow. And uh, go back and watch that movie and then watch. Yeah, the answer is yes. It is much worse. It is much worse. Much, much worse. It is much, much worse. Uh, Warren Beatty 
And Dustin Hoffman are the 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 characters in that. Right, Charles Grodin's not in there at all. Grodin's, Grodin's in it. He's yeah, Grodin's he in it. Still. Yeah, I get yeah. some stuff. Right. I get some stuff right. You get some stuff right. You're smart. All right, let's yeah. see. Smart. Couple more. Couple more. Oh. Yeah, I'm not generally the biggest fan of the superhero <laughs> movies as a genre, uh, so I had a really low expectation for this one. But I just wanted to put on the record that uh, Jason fell asleep at least two times while attempting to get through this unnecessarily long film. So I knew just from uh, how difficult it was for Jason to get through it, that it was probably going to be a bit of a snooze. And I was right. I love you. Literally. Literally. I love your wife. Your wife is one of the best people. And so smart. And by the way, she doesn't always agree with us. She'll rip us new ones. And it's not like she always does. Hamilton sucks. Yeah. Oh, that was a whole week of fighting. I mean, you have no idea. You can go back to the tape. It is a week of fighting because Jason just said, Hamilton sucks. Hamilton sucks. I actually just said, Hamilton's okay. Yeah. Okay. You didn't even say sucks. They just said, okay. Hamilton's just okay. Yeah. That was a long week. All right. It was a long Gents, I am listening in. Um, I'm agreeing 100% with everything you're saying, which um, I'm not just saying that to kiss your butts. I am actually mm-hmm. agreeing with mm-hmm. everything. Um, but before um, you carry on, I just want to wish you both a very, very happy new year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm uh, very far ahead of you. So... <laughs> Um, we've only got 24 hours left of 2020. Thank God. But um, <laughs> in the meantime, I'm listening to the chat. But I just wanted to wish you uh, both a very, very, very happy new year, whatever you end up doing tomorrow. I hope it's great to uh, stick your middle finger up to 2020 <laughs> and uh, bring in 2021. So sending you lots of love, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Keith. Thanks, Happy brother. New Year, Keith. Love that guy. Happy and I just want to say, there's, there's only, aside from Jason, there's only two people on stereo. And this is just me because I'm so freaking busy. There's only two people on stereo that I do talks with, and it's Keith Andrew. And uh, I, I'm going to do one with Mrs. Smitty. But that's it. It's like, and the two people that are there are the two people we just got messages from in a row. I'm just saying that's, that's yep, something awesome. that I yeah. felt like indulging in. Yep, I always I love listening to Keith Andrew. I also love listening to Keith Andrew's messages because Keith will be like, "I'm going to bed," and then just like he's last night, he's like, "I'm going to bed." And then I I I was I was moderating my wife's, and I see one from Keith Andrew, and I wanted to Instagram him because I didn't want to call him out too hard. But it's like, "You're supposed to be in bed, young man. Go to sleep. It's four in the morning where you are. I know it. You, you no more messages for you. No more messages. <laughs> you need to go to bed. All right. All right. Okay. Wait, do we want to play a few more and then? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Starburns, Cliff. I love Vader. I wasn't going to comment because I can tell <laughs> neither of you read the comics. <laughs> but I'll say comment, please. the only reason to go see the Wonder Woman movie is for the after the credits when you get to see Asteria or Asteria, whatever the hell her name was. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? When you see her, you'll know who she is. Yeah, and I still yeah. want to bang her. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Linda Carter. Vader, Linda Carter, I said this, treasure. I said this the other day. Linda Carter is the woman that I um I put up as the perfect perfect woman when I was a young child. Before I even know what that meant, Linda Carter was that person. Um, and mm. I grew. And I'll, to be fair, I haven't read all through everything, but I have I have kept in touch with uh the, the comic books, and I read comic books. Uh, pretty regularly i i'm i'm not caught up with all the metal the new metal ones but uh i i do have a pretty good feel for the overall dc universe um 
Or as do I, and anyway. my, my dear friend draws Wonder Woman for DC, Bernard Chang. And uh, he's been my friend for 25, almost 30 years now. And, and, uh, and Vader, you know me, and you, because you know so much about Star Wars and all that other stuff, too. I love learning more from you. You are welcome to comment yeah. and, and do any of this stuff. We're breaking this down as a movie, but I always love learning more about the lore. So please, please fill us in Bring with it. stuff. If we're getting stuff lore-based lore wrong, um, and we'll fill in all the reasons the movie sucks because of the movie reasons. Yes. All right. All right. All right. One more. Walk into the window. Kid. That's a kid's And by the way, adorable. Uh, honestly, I feel like that movie needed a better director. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, she sort of was repetitious. Like, there was easily 30 minutes you could cut. And that's being fair. Like, I've heard people say you could cut it down to 90 minutes. Um, it was bloated. And she played, like, the same gag over and over again. And she didn't even do it that well. Um and she sort of wasted time. She didn't have the economy of story to try and get us through all of the character beats. She didn't weave them together. Uh, look, I thought there were some really strong performances um, and interesting fight sequences. Uh, I thought Kirsten Wiig was very good. I thought Pedro Pascal was excellent. Um, Gal Gadot was okay. I wouldn't say as good as the other two. Um, yeah, I think that needed a much better director uh, to control that story. I would say that the director, Patty Jenkins, worst part of Wonder Woman, 84. You know, listen, you know, listen, I'm going to jump and then I'm going to jump. Patty Jenkins, to me, I had this conversation with Jason offline, is that, is that, other than Monster, which, you know, which she really lucked out with Charlie's Throne and that performance, you know, but she made a, you know, arguably a perfect movie in Monster. You know, there's not anything bad about Monster. And it says that she, was capable of making a movie, let alone a, you know, a close to perfect indie film, right? And since then, I, I really want you to tell me one movie that tells us why Patty Jenkins is someone we're watching as a director. And really, all you Star Wars universe people, I feel really bad for you guys that they're giving her uh, the next big one. I, I don't, yep. I don't find anything about her to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, really someone that's formidable. In any way, shape, or form. She's not a good director. She's not a Helmer. And she's very difficult. Carrie sucked. I mean, and she is known to be difficult. This is not something that, like, you could read about it in the papers. It's like, so you're difficult. You don't weave story. You're not a good Helmer. Your, your, your choices are bad. What are we supposed to be watching here? Go, Jess. I'm done. <sighs> Yeah, you, um, and I, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to, but she did direct a couple Entourage episodes, didn't she, back in the day? Listen, you know, that's what I'm saying. She's forgettable. Like, she doesn't yeah. do anything. She brings nothing to the party. You know, and again, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, give me something. Point me towards something that shows me why I would rather have... Here's the thing, man. If Wonder Woman sucked this bad, but it was a young female black director, I, I would be okay with that. Give someone else a fucking chance. Because the people right. who are supposed to be great are mucking it all up. All right, go on. So let somebody swing for the fences and mess it up, but yes. give somebody a chance as opposed to letting people. That's how I feel about Zack Snyder, honestly. Oh. Um, Did you see this guy... thing on Twitter with Connie Nielsen and saying she gave Zack Snyder the okay for the Justice League cut or whatever? Did you Did you see this? Oh, no, I didn't see any of that stuff. No, I, I just think that, you know, he's one of those people that keeps ruining things over and over and we keep giving chances and there's plenty of... 
you know, for every, you know, for every Zack Snyder, there's a Justin Simeon or, a, um, yes. you know, or a Taika yeah. Waititi that's really Taika killing Taika. it. Like Reservation Dogs. Right. Yeah. That's the same direct. Right. Okay. That's coming out. And, and by the way, that's a great example. Zack Snyder. He made one decent film, 300, and that's it. And then that only thing that did. You know, it's funny. I think his only decent movie was Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> oh, okay, but by the way, you're not you're not necessarily wrong. But but I'm not as big a horror guy as you. So to me, I, I can stick with Romero and not watch that. But you know what? The only thing 300 really did, aside from giving us stop motion in every movie after that, mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. it it thrust Gerard it, it, Butler onto us for ten years. Yeah, it did. Like, it did we that. Still can't and it, get it made this sl- guy slow down kicks. Yeah, in the rain, very big. So kick so strong. Yeah. No. Sparta kick. Zack yeah. Snyder, yeah. Jason, you made a perfect, uh, you know, a parallel there with those. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. play another one of these. I did it. You see that? I thought that was fun. Uh, a, a super villain that has a natural limitation on his superpower. And like, also I like the, the holistic message of she gets to convince the entire world to renounce their wish, which is also, come on, kind of ridiculous, but whatever <laughs> she does, it she's a superhero. So I'm, I'm willing to entertain that. But uh, I, I, I was okay with the, the gimmick of it. I think that the, the armor was sort of just obviously just a little ta- talisman that she grabs and uses big, during the big fight like when uh we when they first revealed it i said oh look it's chekhov's armor <laughs> yeah well I, i'll say this and, and and then i want to get into this too I, I think that there's something to be said i actually if they the wishing stone didn't have to be bad i actually again i'm trying to give it a credit like this is a very you. 80s a very 80s kind of bad guy like again but they just did a bad job of implementing the wishing thing. I don't mind wishing. This is a magic. We can have magic. I'm okay with that. Everything doesn't have to be solved through science, and we don't have to have an arc reactor save the day on everything. That's fine with me. It's just yeah. poorly implemented, and it didn't make sense. The, the rules of it didn't apply right. And I'm still saying having a wishing stone and having everybody turn evil and fight each other because of that and because all the hate is another – it's a Care Bear movie. It's another one of those ones where you have the the – the, the protagonist having to try and teach everybody to love because all the love and uh, and happiness has been drained for the world and she's got to bring it back. That's a Care Bear movie. This is time with Amen. the Care Bear cut. Amen. And I don't disagree with anything that Jewish guy just said. That's his name. Um, and that's his name, yeah. I don't disagree with what uh, that Jewish guy just said to that Jewish guy. Yeah, by the way, I can say that Jew. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we, we're going yeah, think, way over time, which is fine. I know. Let's really let's get there. Let's get there. We've talked about how the how ridiculous the flying is. Right, let's we get talked there. about the lightning. We we okay, so now we see Cheetah for the first time. Now, now she's gone full apex predator. And somebody mm-hmm. said something really funny about this apex predator. Why didn't she turn into a goddamn Tyrannosaurus Rex? Because apex predator <laughs> definitely isn't a cheetah. And we know why she turned into a cheetah because that's a character from the show, uh, from the um from the comic books and is uh, one of uh, Wonder Woman's, you know, kind of nemesis band of characters. Trinosaurus Rex is not. So of course nemesis. she's going to turn into a, yeah. Yeah. A nemesis. And, but it, but it's also one of those things. It's very forced. It's like, she's already got all the powers. She's already strong. She's already mean, but she, she needs to wish that extra thing, which again is a very eighties trope. Like I need a reason to turn her into a, the bad character. Like it didn't just happen. And I, I needed a secondary reason that right. didn't make any sense. It came w- way out of left field. Right, because she could have renounced her wish 
And the truth is, there was zero reason. Like, her powerless thing. Hey, we've been talking so long, my yeah, phone died. What did I do? You didn't. You just keep going. My phone died. We're gonna have to end the live broadcast, and I'm gonna keep going. But just connecting with Starburns audio. Yeah, just stay there. I'm here, and Jason's answer questions. That's what's happening. Answer questions. Listen to me. Yeah, no, Jason's still not there. Answer questions. So, hey, so while we're waiting, Jason, do you hear that? You can hear me. Ah, Jason's phone died. So I'm going to continue. I'm going to play some more messages until we get Jason right back. And uh, and he'll be back in a second because he's got like nine or phones, ten yeah. phones. And wait one second, Jace. Go. What would you say? I'm gonna. That- we're going to end the broadcast, uh, the okay. live broadcast, and we're, I'll get us back on stereo. Just keep answer, answering questions. Okay, great. So to everyone and our stuck at homies on the live broadcast, we are saying thank you for sticking with us. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong. Stereo, hang tight. We're not leaving. And uh, anyone here, come join us on at Stereo App. Seriously, what are you doing? All right, everyone. Jason Smith. Cliff Dorfman. Love you, everybody. See you in a few minutes. Cool.